Maybe uh, you're too close to the sun or too far from your lamp. <laughs> Welcome back to Not Daily Podcast. <laughs> This time, we've decided that we've been doing too much thinking, no, too much serious work lately between Twitter yes. and psychoanalysis and all this stuff. So we decided to go to practical issues. <laughs> <laughs> and the topic this time is, if you were to design the calendar from scratch, what would the best week be? Right. What would the best week? It's already a yeah. big assumption. That we need a week. <laughs> that we need a week. That's actually one of my points that I wanted to discuss. So we can start with what, what I would call the top-down approach, if you will. L looking at time and divisions of time. Yes. And why do we need a week? Because if you take the divisions of time, you have... Okay, let's start at here, which makes sense is the revolution of the sun around the Earth. But how does that make sense? Okay, one of my points is, like, I think the only unit of time that kind of makes sense is day. After that, like, it's just us picking stuff randomly. It's like, why does it matter? Well, year makes sense because it's the periodicity of seasons and, and stuff. It's the Earth around the sun. It repeats every year. It's 2020, though. Season doesn't, like, isn't a real thing. Is it like it's not that important? <laughs> You're betting on global warming. <laughs> I mean, like it really depends. But if you were to design a thing from scratch for 2020, maybe season is not the biggest thing to consider when you divide time. Maybe it's not. I don't know. Uh, so it's not, but there is an undeniable periodicity in the fact that every 365 days it gets colder. I agree, and I kind of forgot. I forgot about. Sure. Okay, I forgot about season. Okay, may maybe you forgot about season. Well, I mean, maybe so. Kids call that season. Grown-ups like you call it quarter. Mm, that makes sense now <laughs> because you're dead inside. <laughs> So I don't know if seasons is actually like... So you have the year, it's divided in four, but it's also divided in 12 months. Yes. And it's also divided in 54 weeks because the months are not properly divided in weeks, right? Exactly. Well, yeah. So all of this is kind of arbitrary. Co completely. Except the year and the day. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all. So I think we are stuck with the ratio of 365 and a quarter. Yeah, so then like there's a famous calendar like division of like 13 months, one day off, and it's all good. And 28 days per month. Wait, is that famous? <laughs> Isn't it famous? 13 months? Is that the Republican calendar? No, it's not. It's just the most logical way to like divide a year. <laughs> okay. I thought it was famous. Maybe it's not. Well, maybe it's famous. I mean, I, I, I don't know Wait, calendars. does it work? It's 28 days times 13, 364. Yeah, and right. then you... you... You're absolutely right. So you, you're left with one day, one loose day, plus uh, one extra loose day every four years. You can call it like New Year Day. Yeah, I, I'm... So, <laughs> so I was looking at the dividers of 365. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and there is only 5 and 73. <laughs> So you can have 73 sections of five, which actually could be a candidate for a week, right? That's and true. drop the whole thing of month. But it's not 365 that we want, it's 365 and a quarter. So my next guess was, what if we take four years and we divide that? Mm. And then you end up with a bundle of 1,461 days. Yeah. 
that can be divided by packs of three or by packs of 487. <laughs> <laughs> I'm very impressed that it's dividable for, yeah. uh, for starters, but I think grouping several winters in a year is not a very good idea. Yeah, I agree. What do you think? Well, fuck, because all of my assumption was that a year didn't make any sense in my like previous thinking. And now you convinced me in literally two minutes that fuck the season, like that's kind of important, that kind of makes sense. So like all of my thinking is kind of in the trash. So there are seasons, uh, why we're looking at it is because we're taking a top-down approach from the biggest time division to the slowest, uh, to the lowest time division. I think you can actually argue that we are an indoor species now <laughs> since <laughs> COVID and we don't, we don't need seasons anymore, but I don't know. I think it very much depends on the, the big question at the start was what's the best division of time to do? And we didn't say to do what? If we were just to argue about being logical and being like kind of nice, I think like the 13 months, 28 days, one day off, just fine. Like, you know what I mean? And I think in the top down approach, you can. I don't know. I don't like to have uh, one loose, loose day? days. <laughs> <laughs> but we but always I guess we're stuck with it, right? You don't like my idea of uh, three years of 500 days, which each have like four seasons and a half. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's moving season, which is a bit weird, no? Yeah. The 400 days is sometimes in summer, sometimes in winter, no? If you do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, uh, that's... Which is not super nice. I, I don't like... Well, I don't think I like the idea of having four winters per year. But I just wanted to bring it up because it's a possibility. I wanted to make sure that we do due diligence. But so what about, so you say 13, what is that? 13 months of 28 days? Yeah. What about 73 times 5, which is 365? 73 weeks? Of 5 days? But then you can't bundle them in equal months. But, but like, okay, so, so I think a top-down approach is bullshit. Because the idea is we live our lives in a weekly matter. Usually... Your planning is like in a two-week basis, maybe a month's basis. So I think we actually need to go to do a bottom-up approach of, okay, what makes sense in a very local way and see how we can expand that in a more global way. Because five days is bullshit. Like five days a week are bullshit. Like it's not divisible at all. It's like seven. Seven makes no fucking sense. So... Wait, you want to divide a week further? Yes. To what? To half weeks? <laughs> yes. Why? <laughs> if you have half weeks, why wouldn't you consider this the week? Mm, maybe. Okay, okay, so maybe five is nice, then like 10 can be a unit. Yeah, maybe five makes sense. And okay, a okay. week. Okay, okay, maybe five makes sense. And then you would do five, five, five. I think we don't need seasons, months, and weeks. We can get rid of one of the subdivisions. <laughs> Season as a like unit of times are not really real. Do you never... Is it all companies working quarter to quarter? That is true. Yeah. Mm. I never understood that, to be honest. Like, dividing it by three months is like, mm, why? <laughs> like, like, no, but like... like, like well, it's to have four... It's dividing it four more than divided by three, right? But it's still three months. Like, what... Well, the year is too big, so you divide it into four parts, essentially. It's kind of weird that, like, we decided as human being working that, ooh, let's divide our work in, like, four times a year. It's weird that it seems to be universal because for some company, like, two months would make more sense. For, like, other companies, six months would make more sense. Etc. I think it comes from the, the seasons which come from farming, probably. 
that you had winter winter and summer are very clear divisions probably you can see in software company like the sprint software company work in sprint like most of them work in sprint which is usually two weeks but for some companies three weeks for some companies a month it's maximum a month to be honest but you can see here that's like there's a bit of like a wiggle room for how you'd like to use your time and like what's the purpose of like the division but with quarter it doesn't happen kind of a wiggle room there for companies but the wiggle room is never more than three months because like the economy works like that, I guess. But now that we're talking like that, I, re I realized that I didn't do enough uh, historical research to figure out where these seasons come from. As long as you're talking top down approach, mm -hmm. I did a little bit research the our predecessors who tried to design a week from scratch in, during the French Revolution. And so at the French Revolution, they wanted to get rid of stuff and go on a more practical basis. And what they ended up is month of 30, 30 days divided in three decades of 10 days. So 10 day week, essentially. Why not? Why not? But the really horrible part is what comes after. There was only one Sunday per week, one rest day per week. So you had nine days of work followed by one rest day. That's so bullshit. Like, why would you do that? This is tragic right but like how how why you do a revolution and then you remove of day well i mean back in those days there were a lot of work to be done for <laughs> to be fair <laughs> but still it's a bit weird no it's a bit weird to remove day off maybe they had less uh less work time per day I didn't check how long they were working every day. Maybe they decided for lighter days. The majority were like doing agriculture, no? I guess at that time, still. Yeah, probably. I guess you can only work like six hours a day, no? Like with the sun out, I have no fucking clue. No, I don't know. It is true that pre-industrial revolution, they were really tied to the rhythm of the sun. Yeah. So I think maybe their work day were on overall shorter. But maybe not, because like they start working at like five. Yeah, with all the, the propaganda I read about the Industrial Revolution, you'd think I know this kind of stuff. <laughs> it always makes me think of this book, which is like the, A Brief History of Humankind. At the start, the guy explained that agriculture was the dumbest decision that human beings did, because they worked 10 times more after that. Because like hunting and like picking fruits up was like two hours a day before. And after that, they were working like eight hours a day. So obviously it comes with like huge benefits, but it also like comes with this huge downside of needing to work. And yeah, and this guy is defending the case of maybe that was a dumb decision. Uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> once again, we are plagued by the lack of counterfactual earth as often on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but... It is, it's true that it comes with downsides, but that's also why the, the, the impetus, I want to say, for creations of societies and stuff, like you need to organize the work. Some good things came in the process. A lot of good things came in the process. I sure. Know. Depends on what you mean by good, but yeah, sure. Yeah, humanity would be really different if we didn't have agriculture. <laughs> if we didn't have that move. I think I prefer how it is. I now. don't know. We would chill yeah. with the monkey until like dying at like 30, 35. I think like, I don't know. It's a life. Well, there's some political extremists that want to go back to this. Ooh. Uh, Anarcho-primitivists. Really? I've never heard of that. That sounds interesting. Well, that's basically what Ted Kaczynski, the Unabomber, advocates for. 
Okay. It's like let's le, le, okay. Let's go back to nature, basically. Yeah. I think it's not possible, though. Yeah. Well, I mean, anything's possible if you try hard enough. I think it's not desirable. <laughs> no, but like the thing is, well, like it's not possible because we know there's something else. Yeah, but it can be forgotten. If you really want to go back to nature, in three generations, you can lose all of our technology. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the letter J. The letter J was discovered in 1789 and has since then been known as a very strong yet versatile character, making it one of our most popular letters. So it goes back to like defining the question, I think, which is time is actually only useful for working. No? Could we say that? <sighs> for planning. <laughs> let's, uh, let, uh, let's not jump guns here. I think you can plan. Do you need to plan shit? After like, I don't know, five days, if you don't work? If you don't work? I mean, it depends on your personality type. I guess some people like to plan things. <laughs> okay, okay, what I meant... You need to plan birthday parties to have time to organize and get presents. <laughs> if we remove like work and anything productive, what's the maximum time amount that you need to be able to plan? Okay, so in a post-abundance society... Yeah. Well, I don't know, because I think, I feel like in a post-abundant society, you have two thinking modes, like short-term and long-term. And for long-term, you don't really need weeks. You can have months and say like, oh, I'm going to travel next month. Mm -hmm. So I don't think you need weeks in that kind of uh, scenario. Though the one of the things is when you think about post-abundant society is what is the purpose of human life? Because a lot of people think of their work as their purpose. And if you don't have some sort of slow variation, you might get bored or stuck. So for instance, let me take the, the thing on a completely different angle. Okay, okay. <laughs> that we can come back to this. Uh, I wanted to, I really wanted to bring up during this discussion that from my experience, I, I always say like, oh, I'm going to do this big stuff over the weekend or over the holiday. Like I'm going to uh, remodel my house or do big cleaning and tends to never work out. It's way more efficient to do stuff a little bit every day to fit them in a daily schedule instead of uh, like waiting for the weekend yes <laughs> essentially so hence the question do you really need a weekend maybe we could have only half days of work every day but if you take it like that you can see that you you probably get crazy really fast you need some sort of break in the routine no that's uh, my mm, that's interesting there's two different things like there's a question of holidays and then there's a question of weekends slash day off uh, which is a bit different. And so what you're saying is maybe you don't need day off. It doesn't mean that you don't need holidays. <laughs> I don't know. So my point was you don't need... I think you shouldn't plan to keep things for like the perfect occasion. But then when you enter this mode, I realized that this can't... Like, I don't want... <laughs> I'm not advocating for a society with only small day off, and a small work day and no days off. Yeah, but imagine that you have like, I don't know, like a 20 days unit. And in the 20 days unit, you have five days off at the end, like a small holiday. But, and you have like 15 days of, I don't know, four hour day work. Then you have time to do shit in your day and you have like a small holiday to have an actual break. Yeah, but that's that's exactly my point. When I imagine that, mm -hmm. 
I think I don't want that because 15 days without some sort of break is too long. I think the human brain needs a bit of diversity, needs to break from the routine, even if the routine is light. So that's that's. Uh... Don't you think so? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. I would never do that. I would much prefer like do I don't know like two days of work, one day off, two days of work, one day off. Um, so that's why I think even in a post scarcity uh, society, you need some sort of. Uh, micro level periodicity to break the routine of doing nothing. <laughs> But I mean, like in a post scarcity world, I think we have no. I don't know. I don't know what would happen. Meaning, if you have no obligation toward like productivity, it doesn't mean that you are not productive. It doesn't mean that you're not creating anything. It just means that. Sure, sure, sure. But whatever you're doing, you don't want every day to be the same. You want to every, well, right now, every seven days to have a little bit of variation. Because it's post-scarcity, you can do that whenever you want because you don't need to product anything. So when you feel like it, you can just day, take a day off. Mm, I don't know. So it's true that you can uh, leave to each individual their own planning. That's fine. Some people might be better than others at that. Like I'm, I can imagine some people who will get down to to like focus on work and forget to break or something like that. But uh, don't you think there's value in trying to synchronize your society uh, on this level? Well, if you don't need your society to work, then how, how is that useful? <laughs> I don't know if you're planning a birthday party, uh, you can, you know, straight away when everyone's available. But then you can just send like a SVP and people can take a day off from anything that they would do, if they would do anything. Like, I think like there's freedom here, but we can't really imagine, but, but that's already what we do. Like Saturday and Sunday, usually people don't work. And so we plan shit on Saturday and Sunday, but like people sometimes can't. Uh, even if it's a Saturday. Yeah, but without this uh, this meta information, planning would be even harder, essentially, because you'll have so much more options to synchronize everyone. Yeah, but people will have way more time. So I'm just saying there's value in having some sort of pre pre-existing structure. Maybe. I do think that if people don't need to work, this benefit is way less than the benefit of like complete freedom. In a world when you need to work, I think synchronicity is also bullshit because then everything is closed on Sunday. Yeah, like uh, everything's closed when you have time to do the yeah, stuff exactly. you need to do. <laughs> Just because you're doing synchronicity wrong doesn't mean that uh, synchronicity is wrong per se. Ah, <laughs> uh, what was that? I think there's this uh, famous sci-fi novel, probably uh, maybe Chinese novel. I don't remember. Well, society is divided between three groups of people. Classic dystopia, like the higher ups and the scum. And they all live in different spectrum. Like some have the morning, some have the midday and some have the evening. Mm -hmm. And essentially, the poor people just clean up after the rich and there is a weird thing with the city rotating etc so that they never cross into each other <laughs> that seems like an interesting read i should uh... yeah it sounds like an interesting read but like it sounds like you've read it no <laughs> i've read the synopsis i don't know it got a prize i don't know how i came up on that but the point is you could have different levels of synchronicity maybe not in a dystopian way <laughs> but uh It's possible. So it goes back to what are we synchronizing here? To go back to the actual like, division, because you could say that our system is kind of perfect. Five days of work, two days off. 
you could synchronize that at like I don't know, divide divide population by three, and then people have their two days off at different times of the week. You could say that it's fine. Uh, to go back to the basic of things, what do you think about the five days of work, two days off? I think five days in a str so, yeah, I think the right way to take on this problem is bottom up. Yes, from what you're Agreed. feeling. And so that's what I was saying before with stretches of time that feel too long and repetitive that needs to be broken. I feel five days might be too long as a stretch. I think maybe three or four is a better. I think two two is good. I don't know because there's value also in having a continuous time span in a non like I was going to say for work in a non post scarcity society, but in any time when you can have like you you can carry on work from one day to the next you can carry over work so you can benefit from doing chunks of work in several days i'm not saying like two days of work 10 days off two days of work i'm not saying that just imagine like two days of work one way one day off two days of work you can still carry on it's not like in one day you completely forgot what you were doing I don't know. Don't you think that most of Monday is spent recovering from the weekend and most of Friday is spent preparing for the weekend? Because it's a bullshit system where like Friday you're so fucking tired, basically a day of that like you still work and then you have two days of recovery of this bullshit week. And then like on Monday you're like, fuck, I need to go back of what I was doing actually on Thursday, which is the worst way to divide the week, basically. You think that on Monday you str well. Let's say you struggle to remember because it's been so long, not just because context switching. I think like there's, there's context switching here. I think the context switching cost is because of the division that we're doing. Yeah, in uh, in engineering, you don't push code on Friday afternoons, mostly because you can't uh, recuperate in case of failure after, but also because it's the most likely to have errors, right? In, in, my, in my company, we don't release anything after Thursday morning. Because one day is no day. Like one is zero, two is one. No, all I can think about is, is there a mathematical model, an algebra in which one is zero and two is one and what would that even look like seems <laughs> <laughs> so complex to model yeah. in terms of math whatever it's not neither here nor there i think context switching obviously has a cost but the cost is higher the higher the time spent on each thing are. i guess it depends how good you are at context switching because i'm pretty good at forgetting everything i did the day before <laughs> But I, I imagine not everyone is like that. Or you could do like we were doing when we were young, like half day off on Wednesday. So you don't have that much of a cost. You only had half day off on Wednesday? Yeah, but you too, no? No, uh, in my... So early, I had all of Wednesday off. What? And then when I got to high school, maybe, I switched to half day off. Okay. That seems nice. I was a bit surprised when I learned that, but there's a bit of leeway for schools to organize or school district to organize their schedule. Okay. And it changed over the years too. So The thing about morning of work with afternoon off makes some kind of sense. You still feel revigorated after half day work without context switching costs, basically. And actually it makes you more productive for your half day work. Like your half day off because you've done stuff in the morning. <laughs> you don't feel guilty. Yeah, you don't feel guilty. And also like you're in the right mood to do stuff afterwards. That is true. But it is true that you probably shouldn't have more than a half a day of work. So how, how much is a half a day of work? Uh, four or five hours? Yeah. Four hours? Five. 
Five each. Five with the lunch break included. <laughs> no, five. It depends. Like morning is usually four, and like afternoon is usually like four thirty ish, five ish. Okay, so you said morning, so we take four, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But I mean, it also very much depends. You know, French people do... It's very culture sensitive, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Because it's hard to to divide a week or like to create a new week without talking about the day. Because Americans do 9 to 5 because they don't have a lunch break. French people live way later, but they also have like a one hour slash one hour 30 lunch break. Which would be massive. Like, you know what I mean? Like for, for Americans, like it, it mm-hmm. sounds, I think, insane to take like one hour and a half. I mean, so it obviously impacts the day schedule, but you could say like, oh, you organize your day, whatever you wanted, and everyone shares the same week. Kind of like the way we do it now, actually. Yeah. Everyone is forced to share the same week, whatever your cultural background. Not sure it's a good solution, though. The problem with our system is that, as you said, like five days seems way too long. Two days seems way too short. Basically, we have the short end of both ends of the stick. You've just spent a full year working for yourself. Obviously, you made some sort of scheduling. You actually like did it, like did a full year without having to take weekends, without having to take holidays, without, I don't know, like you were free to do whatever you wanted, basically. How did that go? It's funny because I I think the system I landed on mostly is the one I said is uh, I, I vehemently defended against which is uh, like I pretty much do the same thing every day but maybe because I'm in uh, rush mode to finish all my project <laughs> no I, I still kept the weekly division for most of the time and treated the the weekend as different so I concluded very quickly that you needed some sort of periodicity to break off the the monotony kind of mm-hmm. and just to allow yourself to postpone stuff from one to organize a little bit to prioritize a little bit yeah i didn't stray too far from the normal <laughs> standard week because i'm still talking to other humans so you can't uh, I- i'm not in a vacuum isolated from society and you also live with your husband that like didn't take a year off. Yeah, see, so, like, he has a normal schedule, so like, so it's not fully experimental. But I did conclude that uh, I want to break the monotony. Like I don't want to do the same thing every day. Yeah. I want some spikes of something, <laughs> <laughs> not just a flat line. And my other conclusion from this experiment is that there was a lot of stuff that I uh, was looking forward. I was like, oh, I can't wait to have a lot of time to do this and this and this. And I don't think this is a good way to think about it because you put too much pressure on yourself and you end up not doing exactly this and this and this. So that's why I don't think that holidays per se are that important if you have a sustainable schedule. That's why I'd be more in favor of half a day work than a lot of holidays. I mean, that's a case for holidays, no? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's it's nice to have a break, <laughs> for sure. But I I think there's a case for holidays, but I'm not sure there's a break for product. There's a case for productive holidays. Like, I, I don't know, what's your experience with working on your personal projects during the holidays? I'm never really satisfied with what I do. <laughs> the thing is, like, I, I'm not treating them as I need to do this. I'm treating them as 
holiday from work. I'm treating them as I'm not gonna think about like the app, like my work app at all. So my brain is off that completely. And so my brain can go elsewhere. And this is my holiday. But don't you have any sort of meta monitoring on your speed of progress or anything like that? Don't you think like, oh, I'm going to work on my game during this holiday. And then at the end of the holiday, you're like, oh, I didn't do shit. <laughs> no, that's why I have nothing out. The thing is, I'm not treating them as projects that I need to finish. I'm treating them like it's the actual making that makes me relax. I mean, that's the healthiest way to tackle side projects, I think. But I think it's healthy, but you never finish it. You know what I mean? which is frustrating. Yeah, but that's, that's the case of most side projects, right? You, you, could, you could never finish it, whatever your mindset about it is. But I thought that it was pretty hard for the human mind to not uh, hatch on deliverables. I mean, I have no issue with that. Okay, that's, that's good. That's good. Uh, which, but I think also it's because of decision fatigue, meaning my work is to do that on a daily basis. And so when I work on my project, what I don't want to do... Your brain doesn't do that. <laughs> your brain runs away. No, but I think your way to go about personal projects is the best one. And I maybe you're frustrated about, like you were saying, things never get done. But like, if you continue, eventually stuff will get done. <laughs> it's more about switching projects that, than the scheduling, really. I guess so. If you do a little bit of something every time you have time, eventually it gets done. Yeah. Which is why I'm a big fan of like daily routines and doing a little bit of everything every day. Doing a little bit of everything all of the time. Yeah, I thought about it too. <laughs> 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 I've been stuck in my head recently for some reason. Yeah, no, but I agree that the most sustainable way to live is to have this routine where you feel okay being in without having to take a break and like that shows how our system right now doesn't work at all because you feel that you need your two days off per week because you would kill yourself yeah and, and even on a meta level you feel like you need Holiday. your summer yeah. break or whatever you feel it because you actually that's a good quality control actually yeah <laughs> <laughs> but so do you think that all the americans who don't take their days off are just in a system that fits them? Because they never have, like they never in their life had. <laughs> they don't know better. <laughs> This podcast is sponsored by a new product, which I am sure you've all been waiting for. It's called The Past and it comes from our sponsor, The Present. <laughs> I think let's bring it to a conclusion. As a summary, after all this thinking, uh, let's each say what you think is the best week, maybe. Do you want me to go first? <laughs> At the same time. <laughs> At the same time. No, I'm scared that you're going to say like the, what we have is already perfect. <laughs> Based on the way the conversation went. I think I, I'm... So I've been pretty much convinced that we need... Uh, three work, three days work, two days off rhythm with uh, work days that are half days. But since they're half days, maybe I'm willing to bump the three to four. Okay, my thinking is three days of three quarter work. <laughs> then, okay. then half day work 
and one day and a half off. <laughs> Sorry, it reminds me of a Camelot episode. <laughs> so, so, so meaning, let's say 11 to 5, 11 to 5, 11 to 5, yeah, yeah, 9 to 12, then off until... Next day off and then repeat and wins. Three quarters is too much, man. I'd rather have four days of half work. I don't know. But yeah, I mean, that's for listeners to decide. <laughs> <laughs> Shameless plug. Wait, 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 wait. I think we haven't finished the conversation though. Because like, okay, so I think this, you do four time and then you have like 10 days off. Yeah, so the question of days off Is I, I think you always need holidays. We we ne we don't talk that much about holidays, but I think even in a perfect system, you need your holidays. Probably. I feel like holidays shouldn't mean that you you can't be productive. It just means that it's unclaimed territory. Yeah. Do yeah. whatever you feel like. Well, mostly do something different from the rest. No. Like a make a meta weekend. <laughs> I, I'm not even saying that something different. I'm 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 saying that. Okay. Don't follow the routine. Follow your feeling for 10 days. Yeah, and so you're saying 10 days every... Every how... Every... Wait, wait. So, uh... What is that in month... In, in the old-timey system of month? Every 40 days? 40 days? 10 days every 40 days? That seems fine. Every 30 days, maybe? Mm. 40? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I think we could survive with less. But depends on your work, on your daily work. So I'd rather have less day work hours and less holidays. Mm. I think I could do like 10 days every every 15? every quarter, every three months. Every and 90? If, if I work four hours on my three days of work. Okay, but like four? four? <laughs> if I work 12 hours a week. <laughs> no, but like four hours is useless. That's why I was talking about three-fourths. I don't know. I think six hours is fine. With a bit of small break. You know, like after one hour, you're not at your most productive. Small break, that's too much, man. That's way too much. But like much. it's it's too hard. Like one hour, you take a break. One hour, you take a break. One hour, you take a break. It's not... Every concentration thing say that you need break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you need you do need break, but still six hours seems like such a long time. No, but like with a break included, so like it's more like 5.20. Yeah, but is that the best week? I mean, I guess in the end, it depends on if you love your job, I guess. <laughs> right now, we're talking about days, so it's not even the best week. Like, I think week, we kind of agree then. It's like three days, two days. It's like three, two. Oh, no, the only difference is for me, it's like one day and a half, and for you, it's two days. Yeah. Well, it's pretty much the same. It's not a very big difference. Uh, yeah. And then 10 days each and end repetition. And the end repetition needs to be explored. <laughs> Think that is the perfect time to welcome listeners input. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> Because uh, I think we've reached the crux of the problem. Well, the crux. We've all gone as far in exploring what we wanted. Please, uh, everyone, do let us know how long per day you want to work and how <laughs> many days of work versus how many days of rest. Not to forget the holidays. And if you think there's anything, any angle we missed on the debate, that would be very interesting too. Yeah, I think we, we missed like quite a bit, to be honest. Probably. If we don't get anything from you, we will probably just assume that we were right and just like make it into a law, probably, and force <laughs> our decision to the general public so speak up or forever hold your peace 
on uh, Not Daily Podcast Without Space on all the platforms, Reddit, Gmail, which is not a platform, Twitter, <laughs> and YouTube also. Oh, yeah. Don't spend a lot of time on our YouTube. But we will see you for a debrief uh, in the next episode that should come not tomorrow. No, 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 you're not getting away with that shit. Jesus, I hate you so much. That was way too long of a sentence to like, ooh, let's like say not tomorrow in a full sentence that makes sense. No, no, no. The saying is, see you. See you, but not tomorrow. See you not tomorrow, but tomorrow. Not tomorrow. Not tomorrow.